0: Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend Mike Nelson has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you. This is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had getting a prop built for me, because let's face it, these things are special, there's a lot of detail, we're picky, us collectors, us movie fans, we want the good stuff, and Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, he not only does Ghostbusters Proton Packs and Proton Pack Parts. He's getting into Ninja Turtles weapons coming later this year. He's got amazing prop displays, custom displays for your prop replicas. These things are huge. It's hard sometimes. You don't know how to put it on a shelf. Mike at Carnivorous Creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be. So check out CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You can also find them at Carnivorous Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them yes, have some podcasts sent you and get yourself into a brand new Ghostbusters Proton Pack. I don't want
1: to grow up. I'm
2: super. Bowl. A Jurassic Park. Now bringing the PS7. Ecto with Ecto Pumper. Neutrona Blaster and Water Zapper. Eat soap separately.
3: The corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Starkiller Base. This is Yes Have Some Podcast. You like?
1: Yes, have some.
3: Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn
0: loud. I'm not looking for a friend, I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what?
3: Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh.
0: Hello everybody, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast for the week of... God damn it. It's,
3: one, it's January 29th today. I Thank don't want to date our episode. Yeah.
0: I didn't know. But we're not
3: even giving numbers to them the anymore. The week
0: went by fast. The year's going by fast. It's been a heck of a week. I'm going to get into it. Hello, everybody. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining here at uh, Yes, Have Some Podcast. I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. Yep. And we have a toy video. It is on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, we talked about it last week. I want everybody to head to the official YouTube channel of Yes Have Some Podcast. It's really easy. All you got to do is go to YouTube, type in Yes Have Some, Mm -hmm. and find uh, Jake's Toy Room Tour. Feedback's been good. People seem to be liking it. I got jealous of Jake's toy collection, specifically the Beetlejuice stuff and the uh, Kenner Proton Pack, while I was editing the video, which is weird because I filmed it. I was there. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I got jealous while watching it. I was like, why don't we have all that?
1: Yeah. Every time I, I see
3: the Beetlejuice stuff, I'm like, it makes no sense that we haven't collected it yet. Very cool, um, Jake. Sorry for knocking your toys over for the second time now. It's fine. like to apologize formally. But it's not
0: too
1: bad. You do
3: it better than one. Oh, I just started the video. What I was like, you Jake, how are you oh, wait, talking
1: about like crazy. I was like, Jake, so how confused. are you in our
3: toy room? sorry. I was opening the video because I wanted to look at the comments to see if there's anything new. Cool. Uh, Jake?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I was um, before the before we started recording here tonight. I was on Instagram and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Ghostbuster is like doing a sale right now. Yeah, and he he, he posted up the um the Slime Blower, the, the, the Ecto canner- Charger,
0: the pack. Yeah, yeah. with yeah, the box.
2: And I was like, wait, I have you know the pack with the box. I don't have the Ecto Charger. I was like, am I about to buy this? I I passed on it, but I, I'm feeling regret from that decision to not buy it. Did he um, sell it already? I, I don't know. I haven't, I oh. haven't went back and checked. I don't want to look because if I look and it's not sold, I might it's, just buy it. I feel like the price is really cheap. $70. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was 80.
3: No, it's only 70. The box is in good condition, especially on the back. It's got the, like a little uh, damage on the side. The
0: sticker, uh, on the actual, uh, Ecto charger is pretty jacked up. Uh, but that's a good deal.
3: Hmm. Well let's think, let's think
0: about it. Let's you think could about it. You can reprint
3: that sticker. Is that is that frowned upon in the community to no. reprint?
0: Funny you should ask. That. I know
3: that's an issue with like, <laughs> like very uh, small guns for Wayne's Star Wars. world.
0: Yeah actually, people have been visiting Milwaukee for centuries, <laughs> Wayne. Um no, I it it's that's all personal preference, right? Um where it's frowned upon is if you have a reproduction sticker or weapon and then you are selling that and you don't make that information known, that's the bad
3: thing. Oh, okay, got it.
0: Um yeah. if you try to kind of pass it off as real. But if you just want to do it for your own for your own collection, uh there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, that's my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: there's different um uh, like for instance with Star Wars in the vintage collecting community, there is uh very Intense opinions on both sides about whether or not reproduction weapons are okay, uh, and I kind of lean towards what I just
2: said, which is as long as you're not trying to fool anybody, it's fine.
0: That's such mm-hmm. a dumb
2: thing that like that whole statement you just made is so dumb. Well, the fact you. that people,
1: the, no, thank no, 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 not
2: you. not, <laughs> yeah. not a, listen, not not your stance Thanks on. Thanks for it.
3: the feedback, Jake. The fact that people
2: <laughs> argue over it. Right. The fact that people are like, you can't use. A, a, a fucking repro. Like, get the fuck it's out of It's your
3: personal... It's like people who would make an argument that you can't get certain parts of your body tattooed before other parts because there's, like, a way to do it. Like, it's all personal preference and what makes you happy, what you want in your collection. If you. you want a nice, fresh, minty sticker that printed out yourself, I would. If I were to buy that from Teenage Mutant Ninja Ghostbuster, I would want to get a new sticker and put it on that. Hey, I wanted to shout
2: out... I dare, I dare you guys to buy it right now.
3: Dude, that would feel... It's only 70. Do we... Should we check our money real quick? Are we check good? Check our money. Here, <laughs> let me check, my, let me check my
0: account. Um, I did want to go ahead. Uh, we posted this on our Instagram, but I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Instagram account Hastel Toys and Collectibles. That's H-A-S-T-T-E-L, Toys and Collectibles. Uh, they did something really cool. So what they did was uh, a private signing with William Bryan, who we all know played uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and designed the suit uh, for Ghostbusters. And what they did is they did custom trading cards that look exactly like the Cryptozoic Ghostbusters autograph cards from a couple of years ago, but there was no William Bryan autograph card in that set. So they're kind of creating their own, uh, extension to the set. Um, and they're only doing 35 of them. I think it's like 40 bucks. And, uh, I love stuff like that. I think that's really cool. And, uh, I told him I'd give him a little shout ski on the uh, podcast and, uh, very cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, and by the way, William Bryan's just great. Yeah. Like we've met him a couple of times. He's, he's a mm-hmm. good dude.
3: All around super nice dude.
0: Um, so yeah. And uh, another shout out to uh, Matt Sanders, listener of uh, Yes Have Some, member of Yes Have Some group therapy. Uh, Part of
3: our new Lunch with Listener program. <laughs> yeah, Abby, want to tell us about that? <laughs> sure. If you'd like to have lunch with YHS. Uh, let, no. Uh, basically, uh, Matt's a hey, super nice hey, guy. If you, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a, it's a very small uh, program for just well, – I don't a, know how many it, we can have lunch it's with. It's the highest
0: Patreon tier <laughs> possible. Uh, Six
3: dollars.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no Matt, Matt's a uh, good that guy. That pays
3: for our lunch. Uh, no, no, no.
0: Matt Matt was in town from Florida doing some business, and he runs, uh, along with Tom Henry, the uh, containment unit, which is the Ghostbusters autograph collecting group. On Facebook, and, yeah. uh, On Facebook. So uh, make sure you check out those guys. Really solid guy. He Star, brought,
3: Wars, uh, big yeah, Star Wars collector. big Star Wars collector.
0: collector. <laughs> he brought me a bunch of uh, Star Wars 8x10s uh, from just random aliens and characters. Uh, all, all signed. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. stuff. droopy McCool droopy McCool. Uh, That was so tight. I love that. What's uh deep Roy. Is that actor's name? Uh, you might know him as all (coughs) of the Oompa Loompas from the, uh, I always call it the new Willy Wonka, but I have a feeling that new Willy Wonka is about 18 years old. Yeah. It's
3: not so new anymore.
0: Uh, but, uh, really, really good to catch up with Matt and, uh, man, lots of good stuff going on. Well, welcome everybody to yes, have some podcast, uh, Jake, by the way, man, how are you we I, I wanted to talk about this i know we haven't done some stress in a while but i've got some real life stress but i don't want to i don't know i want to hog the do mic you? time well you know it but no you know about the stress
2: oh uh, i'll know okay yeah, um, yeah
0: but it's uh we haven't talked about it publicly but yeah. I wanted to oh. talk i'm to. i like
3: it. trying to think through my jokes i don't know if they're appropriate but there, yeah, none of
0: your jokes are appropriate. none of
3: them are so i'm gonna say no i late like, i'll just wait for you to talk about it then.
0: uh
2: jake what uh what do you got going on man I mean, not too I mean, not too much. Are you asking me if I have stress?
3: I don't know. I just want to get to oh, know you We're doing you a stress. Better. That was in our lineup. Stress said, if you I, have
2: one. I said stress if
3: you if got you, it. In all
2: capitals. You know, I, 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 I have it. a small stress. It's something we don't have to talk about for a long time, but it's it, it, it's it's surrounding the two of you.
3: Okay.
0: I have a feeling it has to do with my stress. Is it
3: the fact <laughs> that we haven't watched Cheryl's game? <laughs> <laughs> This is the episode no, we're about. but it no, is. No, but yes.
2: No, but it is the fact that you haven't watched Midsummer yet.
3: Oh, dude, I know that's a because, big. But it's because partially sh- because of what Craig stresses that we haven't. Because we've been like, we is can't it? watch scary things that might be upsetting.
1: What? Hold I feel on.
3: like we have had that. I said that. No, but we've been that's like.
0: How, that's how I get Listen, out of. Uh, well, we me, had a hold up, hold on.
3: Let's give Jake, Jake the stage. Go ahead and remus. There you go. <laughs>
2: i feel like um i've watched i've watched midsummer a couple times now that it's been out and i watched it uh very recently this past week i gave it another watch through and um i think it's probably the best movie of 2019
1: Mm. i think Mm. it probably
2: is and yeah i think it is and uh it's really great and the thing that the, what stresses me out about it is that I think I think Abby, you will really like it. Yeah. I think it like without without I'm not gonna obviously I'm not giving anything away, it. but yeah, it, it is it is fucked up. And you guys saw hereditary, so you know what kind of movies that guy makes. But also, um, there are people, me included, that I feel good coming out. Like I watch Midsummer and I feel good after You feel good about like, your life afterwards? I think it, I think it has a good, I think it has. Hopeful? A cathartic ending.
3: Okay. Without Satisfying.
2: People, people who are listening know exactly what I'm talking about, but like, uh, I love it. I love it. And I've been like doing, you know, I, 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 I did like all these deep dives when it came out and I saw it in the theater for the first time, but at, as I've been like rewatching it, I've been discovering more things about it, and I keep researching stuff about it, and like, well,
0: tell
3: I
2: you just what, keep thinking about it a lot. I'll tell you what, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this right now.
3: Bonus episode next week, midsummer.
0: No, God, I mean maybe. I don't know. I was gonna. I, just I was just gonna get it. up and go watch it. Oh, <laughs> oh but we. Have here's to, what
3: we're gonna do. Here's
0: what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave Take you three two. A three-hour break. We're gonna go bring. Watch I, I want to see team. what happens when I walk away. I'm gonna make Wayne's World references all night, but I just imagine there's a Wayne leaving the set, leaving Garth.
1: <laughs> to his. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's your What's your
0: <laughs> issue, Craig? What's, what are you talking about? Uh, no, no, no. What I, What I was gonna say was, I do want to see Midsummer a lot, and I don't know why I haven't watched it, <laughs> but. Uh, Let's commit to watching it before next week's episode. And Uh then. And we'll talk about it. That'll give all of our listeners who haven't seen it enough time to also see it. And then we'll have a nice discussion about it next week. Okay. Cool. Cool.
3: Sounds good. Sounds good. Nice timely discussion. Hey, real
0: quick, before I get to my stress, I did want to throw this out. Uh, We've had a lot of people lately listening to the show, uh, watching the show now on YouTube, which, you know, we've been doing these video casts. People seem to really enjoy them. New challenge. If you're listening to Yes Have Some or you are watching us on YouTube or consuming us in any way, tag us on Instagram in your stories or your regular posts, but either one, at YHS Podcast. Mm -hmm. Tag us. Let us know when you're listening, what you're feeling, what you're stressing. Take that picture. Tag at YHS Podcast. And then next week, we'll pick a winner. Yeah. You'll win some YHS merch, some yeah. shirts and stuff, and maybe a tote bag. Yeah, I we noticed know.
3: people were already doing people it. People already and we doing liked it, so we want you to keep doing keep it doing and it. then you'll win something. I yeah.
0: want
2: a tote bag. You, Jake will get a tote bag.
0: Well,
3: you need to listen to YHS podcast. <laughs> now what, hey, I don't like and how, and how I don't it.
2: like how you said the phrase consume us. That doesn't sound well somebody on a that's scared. Yeah. Me a somebody bit. on group like
0: therapy it. said he felt so I <laughs> uh I think it was the toy video. Maybe it was a YouTube comment or something. At first I was offended because it said, I fell asleep watching this. And I was like, wow, thanks man. Uh, but what he was saying was he was just watching our video and ended up falling asleep. Like oh, he was watching it late at for night. For comfort. Yeah. And that we incepted him. We went into his dreams oh, and he had YHS inception.
3: That's <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. What, that's what, like when I watch lost or Lord of the Rings with the intention of having that pop into my dreams. Yes. Like dreaming about the Shire.
0: Um, I wonder That's what cool. a Yes Have Some Inception would actually be like. Like, what would be the – I want to work on that. We don't have to spitball it right now, but I think it would be pretty good. Like, you're in a toy store. and Abby then,
3: enters <laughs> and knocks everything over in the toy store. Yes.
0: And, and then you wake you up. You have to leave. This, <laughs> wow, great. Did Christopher Nolan direct that? That's a good story. Um, but yeah, so uh, – <laughs> tag us on Instagram at YHS podcast and let us know when you're uh, listening or watching the show and we'll pick a winner next week and we'll start doing that. Cause it's fun to have fun now on to my stress. Yes. Have fun. Uh, this week over the last weekend, um, this is real life. None of this is uh, uh, fake life. Uh, our neighborhood turned into a little bit of a war zone <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Abigail and myself both, I'm gonna. I started telling people at work that I was a survivor of a mass shooting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dude. But that's not
3: 100% true. Um, the detective that came by did say it looked like a war zone. It did look like a war zone. Ooh, we're just really like. Just teasing. Just teasing. Doing a tease of what happened.
0: And uh, for the whole story, mm-hmm. we're going to send you to Patreon.com. slash
2: 5 <laughs> uh, No, no, no. I can't believe. Cuts to the end. I can't believe Linda Blair did that.
1: <laughs> what uh. a bitch. What a bitch.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. We, um, uh, unfortunately, one of our, uh, the, one of our neighbors, their house got shot up. Uh, not even our, the house directly across the street from us, uh, literally where my back is facing right now, about 15 yards that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, their house was, uh, decimated with bullets for two two days in a row. And uh, the first time woke us up at 4:30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby swore it was raccoons.
3: I was in and out of slumber, <laughs> much like that listener. Wrecking. Yeah. I was like I had in my mind I was imagining the raccoons from Great Outdoors just like opening and closing the lid. Oh, did
0: you hear that music? It's yeah, like, I was like oh that boom, has boom, to be do, do,
3: do, And my do, mind was do, do, rationalizing and I was like there's no way. Uh, first we were like fireworks four <laughs> 4 a.m. fireworks and so then some
0: 4 a.m. January fireworks. Um raccoons. And then uh, the second night it was 11:30 at night we were sitting down to watch uh, Saturday Night Live and Adam uh, Driver was on. Adam Driver was on and much like the first order invading uh Jack Who uh, at the beginning of uh, oh well, that wasn't Jack who I'm getting off topic anyways uh, there was another drive by shooting this one was much scarier we we're much closer uh, we both hit the deck uh, I I kind of covered Abby instinctually say
3: it you were a hero I'm a hero You're heroically I heroically
0: You're uh, like
3: Star Lord I confessed something, something to, so heroic
0: <laughs> I confessed something to Abby did, after we went to sleep completely shaken up that night after talking to the cops and everything, I did come to the toy room to check to make sure everything was okay. Uh,
2: (laughs) Of course you did. uh,
0: Everything was fine. Which was fine, which says something. So like 40 rounds of a semi-automatic weapon uh, across the street, no damage to the toy room. Abby walks in, figures are everywhere. Dude. (laughs)
1: Um, Worse than
0: bullets. Listen, we're, we're, we're making a little bit of light of a a situation that was actually very scary and very hectic, but I'm happy to report to all of our listeners We are fine. Mm -hmm. We are alive. At least... uh, Everybody's safe. For now. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, No. Actually, the family moved, which was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The landlord was like, hey, unfortunately... you can't live here
2: anymore. Uh, it's in your lease if you have more than one shootout a month, <laughs> the, you have to be evicted.
1: You, you hit
2: two, so
3: <laughs> yeah. get
0: the fuck out of here. Hit the limit. Hit the limit. Um it, it was crazy and I felt bad yeah, for Yeah, all the
3: cats are fine, we're fine. Nobody was Oh, I should over there say either. that.
0: I keep forgetting to tell people that nobody was hurt or injured or killed. Yeah,
3: that makes it and everybody I end. tell
0: assumes the worst. Yeah. So everybody's fine. Everybody's, everybody's fine. fine. Um, but can, it was
3: great. Yeah. Was great. Lost a little sleep, but we're better now. It was not
0: great. Don't say that. It was not great. It
3: wasn't great. It yeah. was
0: honestly the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced.
3: Mm-hmm. It yeah. made like the stress that, you know, we have on our podcast seem a lot smaller, like those stresses. So. Oh,
0: I, I wish I could agree with that, but I get <laughs> I, I've been, For me. <laughs> I've been trying to find this uh, Kenner Winston. uh uh, proton pack because what the handle on mine broke it's Tough. And it's been really tough on me. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, we're fine. Uh, thank you for your concern. I know you have it. I can feel it coming through the airwaves. Um, but that's my stress. It felt good to talk about that. Yeah,
3: it's good. I it's haven't even told my
0: parents. So if they're listening, I haven't
3: either. So this is the only way that they'll find out cause I'm not planning on it. So <laughs> yeah. enjoy YouTube. Um, good stress, Craig. Thank you. We're both on the other side of that. So that's good.
1: Yep. I'm See sure you if anyone's side. been
3: through something like that, you can all relate. Um, that makes my stress seem much smaller, which I already covered like last week on our last episode, I brought up Moana. Um, I've just gotten into it even more. Um, I was on the Disney website today looking at, um, there's like a cute little Hey Hey water bottle that I want to get. And there's a playset with Moana with like, um, the, uh, island, like it's an island playset that opens up and there's the waves and all sorts of stuff. Like I'm into it. And I wish there was more prints when it comes down to it. Cause the artwork that's out there for it is like, um, like on it's, it's like, it's like watercolor. Or canvas. It's, it's like, it's like the it. Disney. Yeah. Like when we go down to the, the Disney area, the walk in Orlando, like there's a store where there's a lot of artwork oh, in the, there. It's like that kind of stuff. Disney Springs? Yeah. It's not like print collecting the kind of prints that I want. So right. it's kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, I also figured out why I didn't see that movie in 2016. It's because it came out in 2016 because uh, I was so obsessed with Answer the Call. And that was pretty much the only thing that I was talking about or thinking about that summer. So I completely missed out on this movie. Um, so it's kind of stressful to get into something so much later um, than when it, it was fresh. But I am still obsessed and I think I want to get a tattoo of the um, island of Tahiti. I'm really thinking about that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where my stress is coming from. The only other thing that's stressful in my life right now is... We watched uh, Troop Zero last night on mm-hmm. Amazon and I really liked it. And McKenna Grace's performance like was really moving and I just am kind of stressed thinking about afterlife at this point because I'm probably not gonna be okay after that movie or during it, um emotionally because yeah. she's great. Yeah, McKenna she's, Grace re- she's great. really good on screen and it's exciting.
0: Speaking of answer the call, um, I I didn't put this in the rundown because I had emailed you guys before I knew about this, but I wanted to bring it up real quick before we get going. Um, did you guys know that Leslie Jones was on Howard Stern today and they talked about Ghostbusters?
3: You mentioned it. I haven't watched it yet. No.
0: So, um, for one thing. I did because we all share the password to the same account. Yes. Somebody (laughs) messaged us this, um, Jake's breaking the fourth wall. That's a very Godzilla move to break those walls, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> um, but by the way, I've been. I'm getting, break the walls down. I'm getting itchy. I want to watch some Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, do um,
2: it. Fuck, do it. I'm coming.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Will you please come up? Coming up, and, up we're come watching up to watch some Super Bowl commercials and Godzilla. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Vegan but, but, chicken wings.
0: This is what I'm gonna say to you guys. Yeah, for one thing. It's so, I love Howard Stern. I've loved Howard Stern my entire life. I modeled my entire broadcasting career after Howard Stern.
2: Can't you see? He's got a one of these things. He calls me pig vomit all the He's time, guys. Oh Off God. air, Craig calls oh, me pig vomit.
3: Dude. Howard, you're the motherfucking antichrist. We have like uh, dick measuring <laughs> contests all the time. We do. We Live. Do. That's great. Mud wrestling.
0: Is that what you think he does? Isn't Anyways, a, what it's, he did funny. In the 90s. it's funny to hear Howard Stern say the word Ghostbusters so many times. He, It was just funny. Anyways, yeah. uh, TLDR, it was very short. Um, Leslie Jones talked a little bit about Ghostbusters, about how her, her, you know, she kind of referenced uh, the sexism and, and all that stuff that we all know about. Um, the most interesting thing she said that's kind of a talking point that I maybe we can discuss a little bit is she said that the movie that they ended up with was not representative of, uh, sorry. It's okay.
3: uh, (laughs) I was like, what uh, was not
0: representative of the script and that the script was actually a lot better. And that she said specifically studio interference got in the way and did not let Paul do what he wanted to do. Sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that the excuse every actor and filmmaker uses when their movies suck? Paul Feig, cut. Fu- I don't care about anything Leslie Jones says. All right,
0: you heard it here, folks, from the Pig Vomit Studios. We should, from the uh, studio that brought you, we love you, Leslie Jones.
3: We don't care anymore. <laughs> No, 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 we do. It's, it's fine.
0: We care. Listen, I'll always say it. The shit that she went through yeah, was really unfair. Yeah, that shit's uncalled for. The, uh, the, the reaction to
2: that movie prior
3: right. to coming no out No one was deserves awful, to be attacked and, uh, like that on the internet. But that
2: has nothing to do with, that is a separate issue from the movie being, not being Yeah, not
3: being well written. And uh, listen, I don't want to keep talking and also, about
2: this. And also, like, Leslie Jones has been, like, when she came out and, 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 Posted that tweet as soon as she found out about uh, uh, Afterlife. And, like, I know part of that was probably, like, a knee-jerk reaction. And maybe if she had a cooler head, she wouldn't have posted that. But she did. And it doesn't look good.
0: Yeah, that was one thing that made me uh, annoyed on that Howard Stern interview. Is he He said, well, they're doing a new Ghostbusters with, with all men. And he doesn't yeah. know. And, and nobody corrected him. I, I, it's, like, one of those things, like, well, I wish – you know, I wish Gary,
3: I wish, I wish Robin had known that like McKenna <laughs> Grace and, uh,
0: <laughs> why, did, why didn't, uh, Baba Booey come in there and, and let everybody know that, well, actually Jason Reitman's directing, uh, 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 Carrie Kuhn. Know, anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Um, female. so, uh, worth, worth uh, checking out and, uh, yeah. Hey, I thought this was kind of cool. I wanted to give a shout out. Uh, some of you might know my cousin, Taylor Williamson is a stand up comedian mm-hmm. and, uh, he was, uh, he got a shout out today on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, which I thought was pretty cool. yeah. Uh, huh. Mark Maron, uh, shout
3: with, out to Mark Maron for the shout out shout to, out Taylor. to shout out. This is shout out for shout out. It's a new segment. Uh,
0: uh, he shouted out, uh, Taylor, one of Taylor's jokes that he saw live. Uh, Taylor has a joke where he says, uh, that he's made more money in stand up comedy in the last year than Bill Cosby, uh, and, uh, which is funny. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Mark Mark Maron liked it And he was talking to Terry Crews And he shouted it out So this is a podcast Shouting out A shout out to somebody And none of it matters So there you go
1: um,
0: Cool uh, let's, get, let's get into some stuff Unless you guys have anything else To say about the whole Howard Stern Robin not understanding That afterlife is uh, The only thing that, You know in, On Howard Stern Like Robin's behind glass And the mm-hmm. only thing That was funny Was when Leslie Jones Walked in She goes Robin why do they keep you Behind a cage <laughs> It was kind of funny Yeah That's, fun. was that's funny That's funny Um Actually, I, I will give credit where credits due. the The interview was actually pretty great, and and uh, I thought Leslie Jones was actually very articulate. And uh, yeah, it was good. I don't know weird weird cool. stuff. Okay, cool. Moving on. Uh, let's talk about this news that broke last Thursday. Bill Murray in Vanity Fair.
3: Yeah, the day after that we the day after we recorded the article came out.
0: Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah. This was something that had been planned uh, for a while. This was an interview on set of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And there's a lot of good, <coughs> good little stuff. Uh, good little stuff. There's a lot of good, little, good nut- little stuff. There's a lot of good little stuff in there. I mean, I'm for real, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like,
3: like little <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like,
0: little, but like good. real good. Yeah. Um, Anthony Bresnikan, who used to work for entertainment weekly, who now is the, uh, vanity fair, uh, kind of, I don't know. He's like a beat writer, writes all these great articles. I think he was the moderator at FanFest, uh, for the, uh, Ivan panel and all that. Uh-huh. He, uh, he did this, uh, he did this interview with Bill Murray on set of ghostbusters afterlife. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think everybody should go read the uh, whole article, but we kind of wanted to highlight some of the bullet points. Obviously the first being that it is a hundred percent confirmed in this article, not very surprising news to most people that are uh, listening to a Ghostbusters themed podcast or yes, I have some or whatever. Uh, Bill Murray is back as Peter Venkman and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson, Andy Potts and Sigourney Weaver are all uh, going to be back Um, this article specifically mentioned that they all took turns over a week, uh, filming scenes. Uh, obviously this was all done in sound stages in, uh, very rural areas outside of Calgary. And, uh, none of this stuff was, uh, they weren't going to risk any pictures being taken by paparazzi or, uh, other Ghostbusters franchises, uh, to leak out out to, uh, out to giving patches (laughs)
3: doesn't make up for it. Oh
0: my God. Anyways. Uh, you guys are funny. Are we- I love you guys. I love you. <laughs> okay. um, I love
3: you. I love so anyways, Ghostbusters. Love um, the community.
0: What was interesting, if you look in the pictures, you can see that they're filming inside of a. It looks like they brought that the exterior of that farmhouse into a uh, a soundstage, and there's a big blue screen. So. Um, and Bill Murray was there and doing scenes and there's a whole exchange between him and Anthony Bresnikin about mm-hmm. uh, trying on the heavy proton pack and making him – he made him wear it while Bill filmed his scenes. And like <laughs> it's kind of that weird thing like when Bill Murray tells you to do something, you just do it. Like you, no one's going to not do yeah, it.
3: But I like the part in the article where Jason Reitman like jumped in and wanted to time it on his phone and like be a part of it. Yeah, It seems like a very fun atmosphere on set. It
0: did seem like a fun atmosphere. It
3: makes me feel good about the movie.
0: Um, and yeah, the, the, the main quotes, you know, Bill Murray talked about how much he loved the script and how, uh, it's kind of deep and it's kind of hits a lot of emotional touch points. And he specifically repre- references, he says, we're a man down. That's the story they're telling further confirming that, uh, when Dan Aykroyd in that one interview, like four or five months ago, when he goes, Oh, we have a, a nice tribute to Harold. How, however small it's like, Dude, <laughs> this whatever. whole movie is about,
1: yeah. you that hear- was,
2: Hey, you know what? That was Dan Aykroyd giving the best, misdirection like the one time you know like Dan Aykroyd's known for just talking shit and saying where he wants that's the one time he said the perfect thing you know that's the yeah. one time he gave the best misdirection possible yeah. it's true it's true Um so um it does you know it says a
0: couple of things the original actors are not the main stars but all have meaningful roles yeah Um. a lot of people have tried to speculate
2: on what that means I don't
0: know what that means it can mean a million well, I things think, I,
2: I, I think probably um I think probably one of them is gonna be a cab driver. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: I'm
3: really hoping Annie Potts is just like working behind a desk somewhere. Um You guys are salty tonight. I yeah, can feel dude, it. I can feel there's it. There's some vinegar and some salt, but I just wanted to point out that that quote, Well, we are a man down, that's the deal. That that line is like right before the black and white picture of them all ha- like putting their hands in together, yeah. and Harold Ramis is at like the top of that. It's yeah, a very emotional, it's a gut punch. When it you read that punch. and then you look at that picture, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. And I, I imagine it's also- probably going to cry.
2: Go ahead, Greg.
0: Well, I I think there's people who have this fear that it's going to be an hour and 30 minutes of this family. And then the original Ghostbusters are going to come back in the last 10 minutes to help them. And it's just, it's not going to be that. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think we're going to see those characters throughout the movie. Maybe, um, Maybe, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, here, like a scene here, a scene there. And then obviously they're going to come together at some point. We're going to see the, I don't know. I, I gotta quit saying obviously. Calm but. down. Chill out. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> well, if they're showing in the trailer McKenna Grace going through the flight suits and you see Spangler pop up, if that's in the trailer, then in my opinion, you'll it's you're it. You wouldn't see the flight suits if you weren't gonna see some of them interacting and coming yeah, back. Yeah. I feel,
1: but
0: it's just cool. It's it's very cool. Uh, kind of an understated way to announce that these guys are going to be in the movie. And it does kind of remind me of the force awakens thing where it was like, yeah, everybody's back. Yeah. The first trailer showed the new characters. And I think everybody's expecting that second trailer to have that gut punch. That we're home. We're
2: home. That's, that's literally what people are. Also, let me tell you something. And this is not to be like a bummer. Mm -hmm. You, you, and I, and I don't think it's not going to I don't think there's not going to be a moment in this movie with, all of the original, you know, the three original guys together. I just mm-hmm. that's not possible. But talking about saying that this is like a, the Force Awakens, you know, uh the whole the Star Wars trilogy brought everybody back too, and never put them in the same three movies, no, and dude, never put them in the same scene. So you can't say it's guaranteed. Say but it's also, I, yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah, Whatever. I
0: just don't think. We should temper our expectations. I just
2: wanted to put that I just wanted to talk shit about Star Wars.
0: Listen, and everything, anything's possible. And listen, if this movie could be great without that, like this movie could be incredible without, um, you know, with very limited involvement. If this movie
2: doesn't end with Bill Murray just throwing a proton pack over his shoulder, just fucking throwing it. The whole pack. <laughs> what
0: if this he movie throws the
3: wand and the, it just like fucking breaks off the pack?
2: What if this
0: movie ends with uh, uh, Winston uh, going, I don't love this town. I'm leaving <laughs> this fucking town. This <laughs> dumb
3: Where are we? I'm, a, yeah. I'm used to being in New York. I don't love this town.
0: Oh, that's what I said. You want to keep doing it? Yeah, it, it
3: just it sunk Say in. Say it again. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like that they're mentioning The Force Awakens as like their template scenario for what they want to have happen in this article, I yeah. think. I think it's just, it's exciting. It is exciting. Um- yeah. I, do I wish that we had seen Bill Murray? seen a new photo of him in a flight suit. Yeah. I kind of think that gonna
0: w- they're going to, they're going to be really careful how they, they roll that stuff. Yeah. Also, it's a very
3: cool article, I think- but that, yeah.
2: <laughs> I Go. wouldn't doubt it. If Bill, Mur- I wouldn't doubt it. If Bill Murray doesn't put a jumpsuit on, like what if I feel like we're, I, I feel like it's not impossible that we get a scene where it's like, uh, it's like super dramatic, this is me doing a John Urcava. It's like there's going to be a super dramatic scene. It'll be the first time you see the three guys together. Dan Aykroyd's in his flight suit. Ernie Hudson's in his flight suit. He pans over to Bill Murray and he's like, I'm not putting that thing
1: I'm back not putting on.
2: No <laughs> way. Anyway, last time I put that
0: thing on. Um, but there's actually kind of a – if you think about it, uh, Ghostbusters 2, um, there's the scene where they go in the museum. Mm-hmm. And they are three of them are wearing full gear and Bill Murray's not. There's <laughs> the scene where they are three going down into the sewer yeah. and Bill Murray's just wearing casual clothes like it won't yeah. surprise what everything Jake just said is very possible. Yeah, and it would he be- has like less
3: slime on him. Yeah. Less.
0: Look at. Yeah. Less marshmallow. marshmallow. People, yeah. When I was a kid, I never understood like, man, Vakeman really lucked out. No, it's Bill Murray going. I'm not putting. I'm stuff a princess. Like it's <laughs> he in my rider. I don't you
2: know, want it. He, He was okay with getting slimed to the once, and it was like, that's it. I'm done.
3: Yeah. Like, in this article, he talks to the guy who wrote it about how uncomfortable it is and, like, how you always want to lean up against a wall when you're wearing the proton pack as of, like, the spine tilt. Oh, and
0: don't get me started on the Ghostbusters fan community. Well, Bill shouldn't be complaining because I wore a proton
2: pack for
3: eight hours at Arizona (laughs) Comic-Con last week. A marathon.
2: Okay, Richard, drive him. Chill out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
0: why
3: he's complaining. Um, <laughs> when Craig gets cranky, he turns uh, into Richard Travis. That is
0: literally what I've I read a bunch of people use yeah. Bill Murray complaining about wearing a Proton pack as a way to brag about themselves wearing a proton pack. Right. Lord have mercy. We gotta help these people. Um, so Rick Moranis, the article goes out of its way to say Rick Moranis will not be back. Is that a misdirection, Jake?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh I I I think I, I think um Jason Reitman is is smart and I don't think he's gonna try to just shoehorn characters in if they're not if it doesn't make sense to the story. And and I guess that there there probably are ways they could use him. Um but I don't think I don't think not having him back is I don't think it's as big as a deal as people like he's great in in both films. But if it doesn't make sense, it's 30 years later. Like, why would he still be around? Like, you know, it's just I I don't think if they're going to tell us everybody else is in the if they're going to tell us Bill Murray is in the movie, then why misdirect us about Rick Moranis? He's just not going to participate. Yeah. And maybe they're just using this article to set those expectations early. Right. Yeah.
3: Possibly. Bill
2: Murray is the one that everybody wants to know. But like Bill Murray is the is is what some people hinge this on.
0: Was it was it weird reading that article and thinking like, man, Bill seems like he's having a lot of
2: fun. The thing that was weird to me about reading the article, maybe not weird, but when when he's talking, when he's personally talking about the script and talking about how there's good stuff in there and how Mm -hmm. it's touching and all that, like that's the kind of stuff. That feels really good because Bill Murray has made it um, a point to only do movies that he really personally likes or, you know, like for a while he was doing nothing but like art films and, you know, kind of like projects. Yeah, passion projects. And he does not like if he if it's not something he's interested in doing, you know, for for. For any reason, he he doesn't do it and he's any he, any he, he won't bullshit you about it. So mm-hmm. like reading him be like, this is good. Yeah, yeah. that feels good. Yeah. And I, I don't does.
0: doubt that, you know, his personal relationship with Harold Ramis and what happened between them and the fact that this is about the legacy of Egon Spangler. I'm sure that played in part into it a little bit. And then it's Jason Reitman and like. Bill Murray might be difficult, but by all accounts, he's a a caring and loving person who really cares and loves for the people in his life. Yeah, and he's had this long-standing uh, relationship with Ivan Reitman, and you know they did Meatballs, they did Stripes, they did Ghostbusters. And listen, if he didn't like the script, he'd probably be like this sucks. But the fact that he read it and reacted so positively, I think that's great. Yeah, it makes me nothing but excited. I think
3: it validates whatever the story is and the script that he read. Um, if that's the Ivan Reitman got emotional when he read it. Like, it sounds like everybody's into the story, and it sounds really good. Uh, the only thing in the article that I found interesting was that it said that Jason Reitman was maybe the first Ghostbusters obsessive. Um, and I'm just wondering about Peter Mosen. Um, <laughs> <and> then- <laughs> Is there any other competition? Is that an act? Should we write the author let him know? This is why Pete Moses... <laughs> did you notice
0: he... I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but he did remove all mentions of Ghostbusters from his uh, personal Facebook page. Oh. So I think he's just done. He's moving I, on. Oh,
3: also just to get back on that last uh, subject, I would love to see Rick Moranis back if in only like... I feel like Janine Melditz is going to be like the grandmother um, or like the mother of Carrie Coon. And I feel like uh, Egon would be father which it would be funny to see Rick Moranis show back up and like think that be confused about like <laughs> I mean, thinking yeah. it's his kid that's yeah. kind of what I, I could see that happening right. and like Something as just a fun one off joke at the end of the movie I'd be into that
0: okay sure I'm not your biological dad but <laughs> uh, I've got a trust fund set up for you and uh, uh, yeah I don't know we'll, we'll see I mean there's, God I I, I, I want to be careful with the speculation yeah. and the, the, the build up but then they release these articles and I'm like I can't of course I'm going to speculate. Yeah. All right. Um very good read. Go check it out. 100%. Great stuff. Um glad to see Bill uh Bill having some fun and being part of the Ghostbusters family and we got yeah. we got a hell of a year coming up yeah, with this Yeah, speaking stuff. of
3: Bill Murray having fun. Real
0: quick, I want to interject one thing before we move on to that cuz that's really cool too. Yeah. Um there was a tweet today from uh @shandor society uh who is uh, Timo I I've seen his name before he I think he's part of the German Ghostbusters there was a uh, a licensing and toy fair event in uh, Germany today and he tweeted today I had the chance to attend the Sony license preview at the Nuremberg Toy Fair with focus on Ghostbusters Afterlife saw spoilery production artwork the toys lots of cool stuff like a whole scene and more not allowed to talk about it but all I can say it was breathtaking Um, Hmm. so, Uh, 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 Okay. okay. And then he had a little picture of the 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 little schedule that they had. So, uh this stuff's going to keep happening. We're going to get little bits uh, here and there. One thing uh Finn Wolfhard in an interview with uh, Hollywood Reporter did say that even though the first trailer was a little bit more on the serious side that it is a very funny movie and that there is humor in every single scene of the movie. Uh which I would expect from uh from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's going to be a good balance. Yeah. Um anyways, let's talk about this uh commercial uh Bill Murray was spotted in uh, Woodstock, Illinois filming a Jeep commercial uh for Groundhog Day. Uh it's probably going to be released on the Super Bowl which is on Groundhog Day. Also spotted on set Stephen Tobolowsky, who played Ned Ryerson and Brian Doyle Murray, the mayor of Poxitani. Also the owner and operator of Noah's Arcade. Mm, it's hip.
3: It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. I told
0: you this is an all Wayne's World episode. Well, I have a layover in Pittsburgh, and I see these kids. They must have pumped fifty bucks in this machine. Um, anyways, uh, how how are we feeling about this? Uh, this kind of opens up a, a general conversation about all these commercials tapping into the uh, what I call the YHS DNA. Uh first was uh, well ET wasn't the first one. But uh what?
3: I got the quote up come bust a move where the games are played. It's chill, it's fresh, it's Noah's arcade. Huh. I really I just, I goes, had to huh. get it.
0: Huh. Um, <laughs> uh, how do we feel about this?
2: Uh do we like this? Is it kind of cheap? Uh I don't know. Jake, what do you think? Um, I think it's cool, man. I like I like when uh I usually don't give a shit about commercials and 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 a commercial is not going to make me I don't think it's going to like I'm not going to watch this commercial and be like I got to go buy a Jeep. <laughs> Jeep comes rolling but up but in I his think, new Jeep. Uh, got to go buy a Jeep. Uh, but I think I think it's cool and I think it's cool when they do. That fucking ET commercial was like it was emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it made me cry. It was a fucking ET commercial and I was like, "Holy shit, this is better than most sequels." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was I'm pretty sure there was a Jeep commercial a couple years ago with um with Jeff Jeff Goldblum and he was outrunning a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love it because it's like little side stories to your favorite mm-hmm. movies or it, you know, it's just cool. Like first of all, it's cool to see Bill Murray do anything. It's going to be cool to see Bill Murray play that role just for, you know, probably a 30 second commercial.
3: Yeah. A hundred percent. Phil. Phil Connors. (laughs) I wonder if it's going to be a. Needle nose Ned. Ned the head. (laughs) I give 10 fucks to this subject specifically to (laughs) Ned Ryerson. Stephen Tobolowsky. Yeah. I dressed up like him for a special, special event.
0: Hey, listen. I wonder if it's one of those things where it's going to be like a three-minute commercial that they divide into like smaller 30. I hope it's like a longer thing.
3: Yeah, I hope I it's hope the it, same scenario, so replaying different ways throughout the each time, like the movie. <coughs> yeah, like
2: it's going to be different days of the the thing right. that was stuck in. Yeah, and he'll gradually great.
3: change through each commercial. God, and then it was, in, in, which, in which the last one he
2: just runs net over with a
0: Jeep. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. That's what it's going <laughs> to
0: be. He's going <laughs> to... Uh, jeep Jeep's gonna have an ad of Bill Murray killing himself for thirty seconds, like, oh,
3: it's gonna be him with the bathtub and the toaster for sure,
0: um, yeah, I think it's awesome man like i don't
3: I don't I think it's fantastic that's we were talking about Groundhog Day in our bonus episode last week, and yep. I was saying how important that movie is to me and how much I love the Groundhog and Bill Murray driving the truck together, so it Hopefully they do something like that for the cheap commercial.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think like just seeing those set photos that they went to Woodstock, it looked like the weather was horrible. It looked like it was snowing. Bill Murray looked very cold and kind of miserable. And Mm I love that's what you want. Yeah, that that. picture.
3: It looks like it looks like Phil Connors is back stuck in the time loop, like seeing him walk past. It kind of made me think
0: like I, I never thought I would actually want to see a Groundhog Day sequel but i think i would be a hundred percent on board for it <laughs>
3: yeah like phil connor's character becomes like a worse person and goes through changes in life and needs to have that corrective time loop like change. he just wakes no. up like
2: he he's not even a weather
0: person <laughs>
3: anymore of it I he, love he just movie.
2: wakes up and a i would feel <laughs> real talk i'd feel bad if they made a groundhog sequel with you know without, without carol ramus being yeah. around yeah, to okay. have a say in- right. yeah
3: that's true that makes sense but Respect. Let me do it. It's a perfect movie. Do it, but let Craig write it and direct it.
0: No, it's a sequel. It's called St. Patrick's Day. Same concept. But Warwick Davis is in it. Warwick
3: Davis. Oh my god!
0: I like it. Um, cool. So that's happening, and then that that all the, all these Super Bowl commercials are coming out. So there's a couple more I wanted to talk about. There's this Mountain Dew commercial, which is uh, for Mountain Dew Zero, and it is uh, featuring. Brian Cranston as Jack Torrance. Uh, it's so dumb, but yeah. it's also so well done that I I just loved it. As somebody who's listen, have I ever written, directed, and starred in a commercial? Of course I have, and
3: <laughs> I know have you ever done a Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah, yeah. Have I- yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think you have a right to talk about this. Uh,
0: so before we talk about the commercial itself, what do we think about Brian Cranston as Jack Torrance? Let's say they're going to remake The Shining. Would you accept that casting?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, not before I saw this trailer. Then I was like, oh, you know what? He could probably be a he could probably. He, I think he's probably he's probably too old for that role. Right. But right. I, I think I could believe him being a serious.
3: Yeah, I think he yeah, should have been whatever. in Dr. Sleep. I think they fucked up. Just, but I think he's just I think he's really good and I think that this commercial's funny. The commercials are the whole reason I watch the Super Bowl. It's what I look forward to. Um it's what I used to watch as a kid. I don't give a shit about the actual game itself. Oh, I also like the halftime show. I think I love spectacle and I love everyone engaging in one like watching the same thing at once. Um but I, I saw, really I, <clears throat> Yeah. I saw no. some people complaining today that
2: that uh you know there's like Super Bowl trailers already being released online. Yeah. Get the and they fuck were like, I want to watch it when, you know, during <laughs> oh, the I game like and be surprised. And I'm like, But well, you know what? I'm like, there are a big chunk of people. Like, I know a lot of people do watch the Super Bowl. And I know mm-hmm. that it's like, it's a thing for the commercials to be crazy. But also, there's a giant chunk of people who don't give a fuck about sports, right? And don't want to watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they want as many people to see their commercials as possible. Exactly. Yeah. So of course they're going to also put them if you want to if
0: you want to wait, don't watch them. <laughs> like you no know, one like, the thing is
3: that yeah, these
0: companies pay two three million dollars for a thirty second spot. That doesn't mean that they don't want everybody. Like there's a lot of people besides the people watching the game that they could just put it on youtube or whatever and get mm-hmm. additional views
1: yeah
0: uh yeah it's uh, it's fun so um yeah just go watch it just look up uh mount it's funny cuz he when he goes "here's mountain dew Zero, like
2: his voice changes it's funny
3: yeah i was like god why didn't you think thirsty. Of this? all that was funny yeah that was good
2: it's um, it. the the best the part, part about that great. though is that it it kind of like you know we had doctor sleep this year and now we have a trailer or a you know a commercial about the shining and it's like that's one of my favorite films of all time and, it, mm-hmm. and it's just good to know to see like your favorite things are still relevant I know, I know the shining is like widely considered to be you know a classic film and everything but still like still yeah, the movie came out a like, long time ago right right and to still see things like this happening, it's it's cool.
0: I think my favorite yeah. part of the tr- – when they cut to the elevators and it's the blood coming down, but it's Mountain Dew. I was it's like, Mountain yeah. Dew. That's so yeah. – that is clever.
2: Hey, Love not going to make me go buy some Mountain
0: Dew, but um, no, I like it. Hell no. Dew.
3: I am loyal.
0: I would never drink a Mountain Dew. To
3: buy antioxidant cocoa fusion. And Dr. Pepper is that a uh... yeah? It's it's in the family. Okay, thank God. It's in the family. In the family I'm sweating family. over here. Uh-huh.
0: That's now that's a drink. Now that's a drink right there, well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, Apple Podcast presents. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, no, that's that is good stuff. Um, so then there's this other commercial that comes out today, which is the uh, hey now this is definitely in family the Walmart hey now pickup uh, <laughs> for with the visitors commercial curbside
3: pickup is great to go. No, that's Applebee's. <laughs> i'm
0: sorry i used to work at one this commercial so this was kind of similar to the one they did last year so last year is the one that had all the vehicles right so you got like the batmobile the ecto-1 and yeah, the delorean that was tight. uh and Slimer, and all that this one has men, aliens aliens it's got men in black it's got this there's, there's not aliens it's not in it
3: but it's like all sorts of different
0: it's true it's okay, all visitors. time travel
2: so you've got But it is it just it's not just aliens
0: it's, though. Not,
3: it's
1: like I immediately mainly regretted
2: Fly. It is, does have a lot of aliens,
3: but it, it does, also has there's Bill from time Bill and, and
1: right.
0: it has, It's like a science fiction type of thing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to take that back. It, it kind of reminded me of the, the cartoon All-Stars drug episode. Yes. Um, Getting these, everybody
3: together. Well, Cameos. Um, hey,
0: when's the last time you saw Star Trek and Star Wars featured in the same commercial? It's never happened. That's insane. Yeah.
2: I like it. Uh, it's like that scene in Space Jam where you got Bugs Bunny and like... Uh, <laughs> It's like having you know all the the same. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like in Roger Rabbit with uh, Buns Bunny making me out. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, Roger yeah. yeah I was gonna yeah.
3: say Daffy, then I was like, nope, nope, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <so, laughs> you already fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's a
0: really cool commercial. Uh, check that out. But I want to talk specifically about the Bill and Ted thing. Yeah. The <clears throat> uh, the uh, phone booth hits. The music immediately gets awesome. It's like this eighties <laughs> rock song, and then uh, Alex Winter as Bill steps out with young Bill. Calling it right now. That's some good de-aging technology.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he has like the perfect eye squint at one point when he's like talking and it's, it, that you don't the eyes are what always gets fucked up. Speaking of the Irishman. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> we're not talking about that. We're not going to talk about that I don't want to speak of the Irishman. No. Not now, but usually the eyes are difficult to, um, to get right. And he looks really good and like young, exactly like he did in the movies. It like was the really cool. So. But I,
2: but I love the. It, it's like <laughs> you know that they wanted to have Bill and Ted, right? But they were like, okay, well, we can't get Keanu Reeves. It's time travel. Let's just put two bills in it. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, genius! It works out perfectly to just have two bills. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's really, it's really well done. And like, also, that's it looked. It looked
2: like Alex Winter was wearing the clothes from the new movie, like. When I, I I guarantee you, there's young and old Bill and Ted in the new film. Like,
3: you know, what's
0: funny. I have never, yeah. I never even considered yeah, that. Yeah, hundred
3: percent, and they'll probably play off of each other. And yeah, I'm excited.
0: It was really cool. It was really cool. I was so like, I'm so hyped for the new Bill and Ted movie, and like that just got me even like ten times. Like, Ghostbusters is my favorite thing in the world, and I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like a fun, just like feel good property. Like there's nothing better than both Bill and Ted movies. I am very excited Yeah, for, uh, for, uh, Bill and Ted face the music. So, yeah. um, Seems yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, so check that out. And then I kind of wanted to open the floor to you guys. I have no idea if anybody came up with anything.
3: Oh, and the Martians <laughs> from Mars attacks, uh, the oh, AC- yeah, Mars attack, yeah. I fucking love that. And moment, also like too.
0: arrival randomly. Yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's, I mean, what else could they do, right? I feel like they've done Back to the Future already in commercials before. Like We've seen Doc Brown pop up from time to time, mm-hmm. like in shoe commercials and stuff like that. They've done Bill and Ted. They've done Ghostbusters. Like, is there, they've done Leprechaun.
3: E. It's time to do Leprechaun.
0: <laughs> For Ninja, like, Ninja Le- Turtles. Wait, yeah, a Lucky Charms
2: Leprechaun commercial.
3: Yeah. Oh
1: my
2: God, that would be amazing. Like, like a,
3: yeah.
1: the mom's like, wrong leprechaun wrong
2: leprechaun <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like hey I found a friend you know it's Warwick
0: yeah. Davis are you looking for heart stars horseshoes clovers and blue moons no you he see like, the, the uh, kid's severed hand, his, hand holding the spoonful he pours hall. a
2: cereal box over and like uh, the gold shilling comes out of it <laughs> Yeah. You
3: know? He's like, wow, I what
2: I and it's like his mom's Jennifer Aniston. Oh, see, oh,
3: there <laughs> it is. That pulls everyone in. The now over we're fifty talking. demographic. Now
0: we're talking. So we got the Leprechaun Lucky okay. Charms commercial. We really should make commercials. <laughs> yeah, we really should. You know, <laughs> what, what about another
2: one?
3: I was Not thinking like
2: maybe a genius.
0: Free
3: Willy.
2: It's
0: kind of
3: difficult. I don't know. (laughs) Just threw it out there.
2: SeaWorld? Yeah. Blackfish does a uh,
0: Free Willy commercial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a SeaWorld commercial for the the legacy sequel to Free Willy called We're Not Going to Free Willy.
2: (laughs) Um... I think it would be cool if they did some sort of Freddy Krueger commercial. I don't know what it would be for, but Ooh. I feel like Robert Englund would come he back would do that. and that, the mm-hmm. makeup on and do that. Like, for like I don't know number? what it could be for, but... <laughs> what What'd For you sleep
3: number beds? <laughs> yeah. Like a mattress commercial? Maybe. For like mattress he's coming factory. out of the, the wall above because <laughs> like, he wants like, to get wait, on the mattress?
2: Hold on. It's Freddy Krueger is trying to get you to buy a sleep number bed <laughs> yeah. because he's like, you sleep so much better and he just yes. wants you to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. What's like your a- number, bitch? <laughs> Somebody's like, you look familiar. It's <laughs> like Freddy Krueger in a disguise. Uh,
0: he's got the the fucking uh, mattress factory uniform on. You he's set his your number to Six
1: six six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's set the number one two. Freddy's come for you.
1: <laughs>
3: See him as a mattress salesman, like I've, I've been pushing getting really for, excited about people falling asleep.
0: Um yeah, see this is oh, more
3: this yeah. is good writing. Well,
0: I'm just imagining the people like they, they show We're mat- for
3: hire. Yeah, guys. Y'all, <laughs> Listen, y'all listening?
0: You know when you go to, uh you see those mattress commercials and it's like, come for the President's Day sale here at Mattress Factory and it shows like people looking at the bed. Like I imagine like somebody lays down on the bed and the salesman's like showing them like how to do it. And then like on the wall you see like Freddy <laughs> like, with the crucifix. He's like heads coming yeah. out. That'd be awesome. Uh, God, they need to do that. Like
3: Now which mode flips you up onto the ceiling and then <laughs> spins you around <laughs> while releasing really all of your blood. Um,
0: oh. Hey, you know what? This is not a hot take. Nightmare on Elm Street is so good.
3: Yeah, it I'm is getting. So good. I just this is the first moment that I've had like a pang for Halloween, hey, and I want to watch scary you, movies. Can You hear me? That which one? The, the, the note note? just
0: pointing.
1: I'm
3: just yeah.
0: pointing. Hear yeah. I want to show it off for a second. Got something to show? Uh, them. This
3: the one I got you from Target?
0: No, not this. Although this is cool. It's like one of those little uh, kid robot Freddy plushes. No, a buddy of mine, uh, Jake, you probably have this, uh, a friend of mine from work, Peter, uh, he brought me this recently, which is, uh, I will describe to our audio listeners, a Matchbox Nightmare on Elm Street Talking Freddy Krueger Doll Minton Package, and I think it still works. Let's see what he says.
3: That's it? Okay. Come on. on. You you gotta do some more. (laughs) Well, uh, wait, hold on, let me do it one more time. Here comes OCD.
0: Welcome to Elm Street. To Elm
3: Street. I feel like you should. say Can I
0: get you a mattress? Sorry. Cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I like these.
3: Commercials. Are you a side sleeper?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what do you think your REM cycles like? Mm-hmm. Sleeping is weird. There's this app I saw. Uh, I keep they keep showing it to me on Facebook. It's like it tracks your sleep throughout the night and it like monitors what you're doing. And it's so dumb. The app's like uh, at at two fifteen you coughed. At three thirty you farted.
1: <laughs> at five
0: <laughs> at five a.m. you were in your deepest sleep. I'm like this has to be
2: bullshit. Yeah. But I'm getting it. How Mm. does it track? How does it through? an? Do you have to have like an an Apple Watch or something for that? How does it track I have no
0: idea. I don't know. You put, yeah, yeah, you put, I have no idea. Hey, guess what? Probably doesn't work. No apps work. I don't
3: want to know anything that happens. Yeah, I don't need a report
0: on my, I don't want to wake up and At 4.30 a.m., you were awoken by gunshots.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: At 6 a.m., you got on Zillow to look up new properties to live in. (laughs)
3: At 8 a.m. you did a meditation to fall back asleep. Yes. Okay.
0: Um yeah, I, I hope they keep doing these uh, commercials. And I, I would love to get in a room and just pitch things for different products. Like, what are you selling? What old movie can we like Marta Bus in Atlanta do like a speed commercial?
3: Yes. Oh, we could revamp Marta <laughs> so fast.
0: Although I don't know how you would do that. I don't know if I don't, it's good
3: I don't to think introduce you're advertising- the idea of a bomb on the bus as part yeah.
2: of it. Or yeah. that the MARTA's is just- the MARTA buses are speeding,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we could get Keanu Reeves, come to we MARTA, could we have it.
0: terrorists. Hey, yeah. I don't think if Walmart couldn't get Keanu Reeves, I don't think the the MARTA bus can. You that's don't think? That's what I'm saying. MARTA, smarter. Hey, if you don't live in Atlanta, you probably, have no you probably idea don't know what, what we're talking about. about.
3: It's our public transit system.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's a bus Thank and you. train. It's a bus and a train.
3: It's just one bus. Can you and believe one it? Train.
0: Both things. <laughs> um... Cool. So any, any other ideas we can move on here to our, to our, uh, I'm not Not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, if you have any, I i
3: give that commercial 10 fucks. Okay.
0: Thank you. If you have any ideas, uh, get in yes, have some Facebook, uh, group therapy, our official discussion group and let us know what commercials and movies you'd like to see. I will use your
3: ideas and hopefully make money off of them.
0: Maybe, uh, like, uh, gone girl for like a high powered divorce attorney. That's uh, good,
3: yeah.
2: Okay. Or uh, Ace Ventura for, like, Impossible Burger. <laughs> Whoa. For, oh, that's for, a
3: good idea, Jake. That's a really yeah, like good... A I'm Burger writing that King down. For Burger King? That's Impossible a good Burger
0: one.
2: Or
0: That'd be good. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Hey, speaking of Ace Ventura, this this Ace Ventura 3 rumor has been going around for a couple of months, but now there's a rumor that he might do a sequel to The Mask? What? Are we about to be in a Jim Carrey renaissance? By the way, before you answer that question, Sonic the Hedgehog tracking for $45 million opening weekend which is much higher than i was expecting Dang. so uh, I,
3: in order to have a renaissance he would have had to have gone away for a certain period which i don't feel like he's yeah. like declined in popularity
2: but i'm talking about like a, com- a comedy renaissance mm. yeah he hasn't done a jim carrey movie
0: since okay like bruce almighty was like his yeah. last like
3: i why do i feel like bruce almighty was a recent movie it was 20 years yeah, was ago. a long time ago
2: uh, also, that's still like not in the. I feel like you can put the mask, the Ace Ventura movies, you know, like those, dumb and dumber. dumb and dumber. Mm-hmm. Those are all in in kind of a category of their own, and he hasn't done a movie like that since. I think the, I know, the mask. The the craziest
0: thing about like that time period is how much people did not like the Cable Guy when it came out, and over time, how good it is. Like it's we talked so good. about.
3: 90s movies that were marketed in their trailer as a comedy that were distinctly not funny, that were like actually kind of either dark humor or just not.
0: I don't think they knew how to market that movie. But man, that's a good movie. Well,
2: it is a very funny movie. It's just – it came out – In a time where people people were expecting it to be another like Ace Ventura or the man, and it is funny, but it's not in the same kind of way. Well,
0: probably a little bit ahead of its time, to be honest. Um, Yeah. Fun fact: Chris Farley was offered that role and had to turn it down Hmm. because of David Spade. It's a whole thing, but there was a lot of resentment between them because Uh, of it. Okay. Should I just tell the story? It's like their
3: Groundhog Day.
0: It was their Groundhog Day. Um. Uh, after Tommy Boy, uh, they had an option to do another movie uh, that they both they they both had to like agree on. There was some sort of contract dispute. He was offered Cable Guy, but David Spade pushed for them to do Black Sheep instead. So there, that's the story.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad that happened. I don't think I would have liked like it, that. Would have been a completely different movie. Without totally different. Jim
0: Carrey, hundred yeah. percent. Um, here's a hot take. Chris, oof, I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Chris is one of the funniest people of all time. He does not have that many great movies. Eh. Tommy boy. Yeah. Tommy boy is kind of like dirty
3: work. I feel like he well, that's was not his movie. He,
0: Chris Farley was always great in like smaller bursts to me. You know, Wayne's world. Yeah. Like, yeah, he shows up in Wayne's world. He shows up in airheads. He's very funny. Owns the moment. But like, I don't know. Does this sound blasphemous?
3: No. Okay. Mm, I mean, he was in some stinkers for yeah, sure. Like that
0: Beverly Hills Ninja movies, not good. Not good. Black Sheep. Black not, Sheep's not that good. I remember
3: watching Black Sheep after, because I would watch Tommy Boy every weekend with my best friend, and then we rented Black Sheep, and I was like, this is not.
0: But Tommy Boy's good. Is
3: great. Yeah, Tommy Boy's great.
0: Is Adam Sandler my favorite actor? Okay. Mm. He's not. All right. But I'll he's got take. some good movies. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about Jurassic World. This one's kind of hard to talk about because I don't know. Basically, people were guessing the new name for the new Jurassic World on Twitter, and then Colin Trevorrow said somebody got it. And then a separate tweet used the terminology new era. So people started putting pieces together and came up with – the reports were Jurassic World 3 new era confirmed title. I don't think
3: that's – Back in June, he used the term new era in reference to another tweet to somebody who put up their wedding –
0: Video. Yeah, I, I just don't. I think people are maybe reaching at straws here, but if it does end up being new era, I guess we should at least acknowledge it. We do talk about Jurassic Park a lot here in the Jurassic World franchise. Jake, you're the expert. I'll throw to you. I know what yeah. you're going to say, um, but I can't wait to hear it. What do you think of the, <coughs> uh, uh,
2: the, the subtitle new era? I'm just as indifferent as I am to uh fallen kingdom or afterlife or any other subtitle. I, I think they're all pretty pointless and, uh, I don't think new era. I just don't like, I just don't like them period. I don't like subtitles to movies. I, it should just be Jurassic world three. Um, it should just be ghostbusters three. It should have been Jurassic world two. I just don't care for them. It's a, uh, uh, you know, uh, Friend of the podcast, Mr. Sony, was saying that, mm. you know, the reason that you get titles like that now is because audiences are less likely to go see a movie if it's part three. And they had that makes people feel like they have to have seen one and two and you mm-hmm. might get a smaller number. And first of all, I believe that I, I believe that. But that's bullshit like that. Like, you know, because because the general audience is stupid. Everyone gets punished. Our, everybody gets punished and our movies all have to have dumb subtitles now. I hate it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like I don't suffering. like
2: I don't like Afterlife. I don't like New Era. I don't like any of them. It's They're dark, all pointless.
0: Say it. Out. It's a
3: dark fate for us. What I was say. Do not dark. bring dark fate into this. That article mentioned dark fate about Ghostbusters that we were talking about earlier and like how that... They better I mean, not talk about dark get, fate during my get Ghostbusters. Get dark fate out of here. That's not a part of this <laughs> conversation. Also, I give yeah. zero fucks to this title. I think it's I think it sounds like a uh, New World Order, like it sounds like a wrestling um name and I don't I'm <laughs> yeah. just dumb to into it.
0: Yesterday Abby was like, they should just call it Jurassic World's Generation X. It's mm. like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't I don't have a, a very big issue with the subtitles because I do understand that the more you number a movie, there there might be a negative connotation or market research shows people are less likely to go sequel after sequel yeah. after sequel.
2: Um, but I you know, meanwhile, Jake, meanwhile, the new Fast and Furious posters are out, and it's called Fast and Furious Nine. It
0: is, it is. Hey, by the way, I'm very excited for that trailer. I'm all in on the Fast universe. Mm. Okay, um, I uh, new era. I, you know, Jake, you corrected me yesterday, and I, I was glad that you did because I was like, man, that just sounds so generic. Like, if that's the title, and you were specifically talking about, well, it's referencing. Like the Jurassic era,
2: or the uh,
3: the other yeah. ones. <clears throat> okay. <laughs>
2: Cretaceous, Triassic. Cretaceous. They're, yeah, they're they're referred yeah. to as eras or
3: periods. Uh, cumulus, cumulus clouds. Mm-hmm. Cumberbun. Exactly. Yeah. Benedict. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Cumberbatch era. Yeah, they would. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I but I think it's also referencing like that little battle at Big Rock, that short film. That's like the we're now living with dinosaurs, and they're part of our. Yeah, everyday
2: that, life. that's exactly what it means. Like yeah. there was a Jurassic period, the Jurassic era. There was the Cretaceous era. We are now in a new era of dinosaurs existing. Right, so right. it mm-hmm. makes it does like make sense, but that doesn't make it uh, you know necessary or cool or whatever.
3: It just, it sounds like, uh, the, there's like three T-Rexes that are, sounds like what you would call it animated series or something. Yeah.
2: It sounds like, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. Listen, the title of the movie does not have anything to do with the quality of the movie. Um, Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't. Like, I don't... Um, how do you
3: feel about Colin Trevorrow, though, like, being all, like, teasing and trying to play games with Twitter and, like, releasing the name that way? You think that's... I would prefer it just, like, find out officially and not have that kind of speculation. It's like Duel of the Fates. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> that's how I feel. Uh,
0: Man, lots of Colin Trevorrow talk yeah. the last couple of weeks on the... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, That's I'm excited about the movie. I'm glad that Laura Dern's back. I'm glad that Sam Neill's back. I'm glad that Jeff Goldblum's back. I, I think it's going to be a cool movie. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it maybe that it would be cool if they came up with a name for the new era, and that was the name, like the something era. But I don't know what that would mm-hmm. be. Right. Yeah. So the Trevorrow era. The Trevorrow <laughs> okay. era. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. You see it. What if they called it, this auction went really poorly and now dinosaurs rule the world
2: era? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hope they call it the attitude era.
3: Yes. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yes.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. How do you do the... All the rest, like all the... <laughs>
3: Degeneration X. All
1: the it's dinosaurs the one, have wrestling.
3: The they're allowed
2: to show more blood. Yeah. You
3: know? yeah. 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 It's a little bit more violent. They rip their shirts off. Sables yeah. in it.
0: A little more gratuitous uh nudity, things cool. like that. Body paint. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a one of the new raptors is named Stone Cold Steve Austin.
3: There's a live sex celebration.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> Allosaurus of Allosaurs have uh, joined Degeneration X. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. If you want to see me put this six inch retractable call up his ass, give me a hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that?
3: Yes. (laughs) Jurassic World Attitude Era. Let's release shirts. I think it's a good idea. I think that's really funny. I think that's very cool. Are
2: you ready?
3: (laughs) Goddamn, son. I want to see a T-Rex <laughs> blow water out like Triple H does. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're doing. It would be cool. It would be cool.
0: Um, plus, uh, women's wrestling is a lot more popular now and all the dinosaurs. There's women anyway, so
3: to. it's pretty cool. It's
0: cool. Hell, if you want to see me go up to a paleontologist again, with a stone called stone. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> I,
2: maybe all the dinosaurs are talking. Hey, just <laughs> – Hey, what if they did – it, they call it the Attitude Era, and it's just Alan. Instead of uh, bringing back Sam Neill, Alan Grant is just played by Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, they called out here that baby. little that little kid's like uh that little kid's like that's not very scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, here's <to> you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Puts his bum, hand bum. up,
2: puts his um. hand up. A beer just comes to his hand out of nowhere.
0: I love it. I love everything that's yeah. happening. Macho Man could be in it. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart could be in it. Like, Bret Hart's a really boring brachiosaurus. He's like, well, you know, you know, I'm walking out here and, uh, you know, I got a long neck and, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, eat my leaves. And, uh, you know, up here in Calgary, uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, plant life that we eat. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bother anybody, but, uh, you know, Vince McMahon, he's a real piece of crap, you know. that's my Bret Hart impression. Wow. I, have no,
2: I have no idea. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon plays uh, uh, John Hammond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he walks
0: up to Nedry. He's like, "Hey, Nedry, you're fire!
3: <laughs> Stephanie McMahon's Lex. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Cool.
0: This That's is cool. fantastic. This, is, this Fan is a
3: good Fantastic.
0: I don't know, I'm waiting for that macho man. I don't know if he's going to pull it out, folks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is he going to pull it out?
0: Like my, like Macho Man is a... Uh, Macho Man is... A, he'd be a velociraptor and he'd be... he'd be. I think he would voice the T-Rex. Yeah, Macho Man would be voicing the T-Rex. He'd be cutting yeah. a promo on all the... Uh, yeah. On all the, uh, I don't know, Dilophosaurus or whatever.
3: Yeah.
0: No, the Dilophosaurus <laughs> would be Triple H doing the spit with the water. That'd doing be- the spit. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: that's tight.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Running around the jungle.
1: Yuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> have we lost our minds? Mm. Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. Cool. Did a bunch of wrestling impersonations. That was good. Yeah, well, was dinosaurs
3: good. have done lots of things in lots of different shows and movies. I think it's time for them to wrestle. <laughs> I think it's time. I was, right I was right doing it. a
0: Steve O impression earlier for no reason. This is, what is I, a I asked you impression? to do it.
3: So do it. Cuz it was like
0: remember at the end of Jackass, the first Jackass where they're supposed to put the car up his butt and he doesn't want to do it cuz he doesn't want to upset his dad. He's he's like his dad. <laughs> what like, part of the car? It's like a toy car. A toy car. It's they a put whole it, car. And he puts okay. up his butt. And he's okay. like what
2: part of the And he's, car? Like, uh,
0: he's <laughs> like, like he's like, a he's, like he's like I don't know, man. I just I don't want to upset my dad, you know? Cuz <laughs> he's like <laughs> No man. I just be like disappointed I, I in me. I thought you were
3: doing a Mark Marin impression the entire time. Turns out it was Steve-O. Awesome. I, like
0: Steve <laughs> 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 I just like the Steve Austin Velociraptor. Here's to you, Raptor 316. <laughs> Raptor 316 says I just clawed your ass.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Then we make bottle openers that look like the claws.
0: Which? <laughs> bottle? We make bottle openers.
3: Bottle openers with claw. Right. I think it's a great idea. Cool. Um...
0: All right, so I think it's a
3: better idea than Jurassic Park or Jurassic World New Era. Not
0: that's titles. also it's like a that's like a
3: hat company.
0: New era. Yeah. Okay. It's just I don't know. All right. So none of us love the title. Nope. None of us have any good ideas for alternate titles other than a bunch of wrestling.
3: Attitude era.
0: Just attitude right.
3: era,
0: right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, um, that's it. Anything else? No. Oh yeah. I want to talk about this other thing. Oh yeah, there's another thing. By the way, we should mention that uh it's not confirmed, right? That is not 100% confirmed. No, I don't so think
2: it's confirmed. It could be mm-hmm.
0: something. It could be something close to that, but uh let's not uh let's not jump to any conclusions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, lastly, I wanted to talk about this uh, this is a really interesting story to me, this remake, reboot, revisitation of the thing that Universal is partnering up with Bloomhouse to do. Um Apparently the story goes as the original movie of the thing. And obviously the John Carpenter remake, which is the most revered version was based on this uh, short story that was published in this uh, science fiction magazine. Uh, and the original authors had a full manuscript, like it was a whole novel that was recently discovered. So it was a, a longer version of the story that apparently includes a lot more backstory and and cool shit. Uh, there was a Kickstarter campaign to get this full novel released and they optioned it out and universal and blue bought it and they're going to fast track it and make a new version of the thing, uh, based on frozen hell, which uh, the quote says frozen hell, uh, uh, I want to read that
3: expands. the Expand- story. You want to do it? dramatically giving vital backstory and context to an already incredible tale.
0: It I want to dig into that, but Jake, you, you're more, uh, you're our horror guru and you, you love this. I love the thing as well. Um, but, uh, I don't know. What do you think about this? They've tried, they tried to do a a prequel to the thing about 10 years ago. That wasn't that well received. Uh, how'd you feel about this news?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm for it, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good with like the movies. There's already been three versions of this movie. You know, there's already, there's a book, there's three versions of the movie. There was a comic, there was a comic series. There was a game, uh, fucking make it. I don't care. Make another, make 10 more versions of the thing. I'll watch every one of them. Good or bad. Uh, I read the book, not the newer full-length version but I read the shorter version a couple years ago and I was surprised how close John Carpenter's movie is to it um it's closer than like the original you know the old black and white movie the thing has like it's generally the same story but it's very different mm-hmm. but I mean, if if this new version has a lot of like stuff we haven't seen before, a lot of stuff we haven't read, like bat- more backstory, whatever, man, like that sounds cool to me. Um, I would be, you know, obviously we don't know who's involved yet as far as like writing, directing, casting. We don't know what the effects are going to be like, all of that stuff. The best, the best thing about the or, or the John Carpenter's the thing is that. The effects are terrifying. They're gross. They're all practical. They're really, really like creative and out there and really insane. And that was the worst thing about the prequel that came out a couple of years ago was that it was all completely CGI. And it was like a very, very bad copy of what was done way better. So I would be concerned about how they're going to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I am I mean, I'm into it. Do
0: you think it matters whether or not they try to like, would you rather see something that takes place in universe of the John Carpenter movie and kind of get back to that? Or you think you should just do a completely new thing? I
2: don't want that at all. No, I don't. I think that that's when you get I've always kind of been in the mind where like if you're trying to make a sequel out, out of something, mm-hmm. sometimes that bo- like that is kind of what bothers me. If you're going to if you're going to make it its own thing and it's just a new adaptation of a book that that we haven't seen before, you know, th- this book is going to be like half stuff we've that's been out there and half new stuff. Right. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: why it, it wouldn't make sense to make it fit into the other world because it's going to be covering all the same shit right. that happened in that movie. So, yeah, making it can that movie doesn't make sense and also limits what you can do in your new movie and kind of like holds you down a little bit so Mm -hmm. just fuck that movie that's its own thing yeah like leave it be do your own thing do your own version do whatever you want with it yeah
3: don't follow beat for beat stuff or yeah make it completely different i think that's yeah that's how i feel about it too
0: Yeah, I don't think it it just depends on the property with me. Sometimes I like them to try to keep it in universe sometimes, especially with horror. Like I remember when they were remaking like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, I was all about them kind of restarting and and doing something new. Um, Unfortunately, just both of those specifically uh, didn't. They didn't pan out very well. So (laughs) they didn't have Freddy Krueger
3: as a mattress salesman, so they weren't good
0: movies. They even listen to me. Yeah, I think it's hard because I think specifically with something like Freddy Krueger, Robert England as that character is so intrinsically tied to that movie. Um, Yes, and obviously Kurt Russell and that entire cast is great in the thing. But I don't Mm -hmm. think it's like you can't make a thing movie without Kurt Russell. I think you just got to get some talented storytellers to to put a good script together and. Uh, special
3: effects that have a vision. cause like, that's part of it, part of the original. That was so cool. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And like, not, it's not like everything blue house has done is like been turned to gold, but you do get the feeling that they care about these properties, that they're not just like, it's not yet. It hasn't turned into like a uh, shit fest yet. I'm sure it will eventually. It'll just be like, what are they doing? Um, like when the I Know What You Did Last Summer remake comes out, you know that's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: one I want to see tied to the original because the story itself is not good enough to exist on its own. Right? Just a guy coming True. back and yeah, yeah. Just a re-
3: guy gets a, seeking revenge. How did for that being movie murdered? get made?
0: Guys, listen, he gets hit by a car.
3: But he comes back. He'll
0: never know. A year later, he's back. Yeah. It's like, that's your movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. It's like, wait a minute. We Freddie have,
3: Prince Jr. was the only reason I cared about this. Yeah. Then movies. they're like,
2: Freddie Prince Jr., Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: We'll do All it. All
3: right. Okay. <laughs> that was enough reason for me at that, whatever age um, it was.
2: Yeah. I think it's cool. I, I re I watched that movie recently and it's awful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not good. It it's good.
2: when I, I remember. Okay. I, guys.
0: Yeah. I've been having hot takes my whole life and I specifically remember being like, oh, that movie's better than Scream. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I was we like should call sub-
3: this episode Salty Hot Takes. It was in
0: seventh grade. Okay. It's clearly 50 times worse than Scream. Scream is amazing. Scream
3: is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's great. Yeah. Um, and I'm worried about, they're talking about Scream 5 now and bringing it back. Like, th- this is the thing they keep doing. They're like, oh, but it'll have the original cast. I'm like, guess what? The first four Scream movies all have the original cast. They already <laughs> did this. Mm-hmm. They do th- and this is what. It's like when people are like, can you believe Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back? Yes, she's been in a lot of the Halloween movies. <laughs> kind of the same thing with Bill Murray. Can you believe he's doing Ghostbusters? Yes, there's been three Ghostbusters movies. He's in all three of them. He's in all of <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> like, w- name an actor coming back to a franchise that would actually be, like, truly shocking.
3: I don't even know. I'm trying to think of someone that, like, famously didn't want to reprise a role. They Besides all- Rick Moranis.
0: <laughs> right. Amazing. I think Richard Dreyfus and Bill Murray doing another one about Bob would that
2: would be mind blowing. Fuck. That would be amazing. Fucking hate each other. <laughs> yeah. They should do that. That
3: might make it better.
2: Right.
0: Uh-huh. That's what made the first one so method better. acting. Yeah. Uh I, I love that I Re- love, real
3: hatred between two actors. They hated
0: each other. That's Bill great. Murray tormented him. Yeah. I think I don't. I for some reason Bill Murray does
2: not like Richard Dreyfuss. Doesn't respect. Well, that's him. like think, Jim Carrey well, here's and Tommy Lee Jones. Hold on, I journals. have a I have a theory. All right, mm-hmm. I just think nobody likes Richard Dreyfuss. I think maybe Richard Dreyfuss is maybe he's an asshole. Ooh, he's a little much. He, he does seem like like there there are a lot of accounts of him being a jerk mm-hmm. in real life. Right. Yeah. Um. There were a lot of accounts of him not getting along with. Uh, <clears throat> um. I'm not Robert gonna, Shaw. I was gonna say, and, come on, man. and come even though even though Richard Dreyfus claims that that's not true, most people think it it's It has true. to be right. because there were plenty of there were years and years where that was talking points by a lot of people, even uh Roy Scheider, you know. And then all of a sudden, Richard Dreyfus was like, no, we loved each other. It was a, it was this, it was that. And I'm like, you're just doing damage control yeah. now, like yeah. I'm sure there was a little bit. It's probably a little bit of both, but you're just doing damage control. There's but a- if Bill Murray didn't like you. Robert Shaw didn't like you. Maybe you're just an asshole. Maybe maybe <laughs> it's a you problem. Yeah. Uh, there's that video
0: of some talk show where like uh, Robert Shaw's granddaughter's on it with Richard Dreyfuss. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, wait, I thought he hated Robert. Like, I've always heard that, like that. I don't know. I hope he didn't. I hope there was the rumor well, that what he, do
1: we
3: think? We've all met him.
0: There's a rumor that he pissed on Robert Shaw's grave.
3: Don't ask him yeah. about it.
2: I'm not going
3: to. You're not gonna win the twenty dollars that he offers. I, at told, every speaking I told the story I think,
2: before. Think, yeah. I think Richard Dreyfus seems like even, you know, now as an old man, he seems very He he usually is in a good mood if you're watching uh, you know, panels or you're at a, you're at a talk. I've, I've been able to see him a few times and he's always in a good mood, but he, he does like, he does have a temper. He does have like a crotchety old man side to him. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think he is pretty full of himself. And I think probably when he was a young actor, he probably thought a little highly of himself and he was working against Robert Shaw, who is, you know, this extremely, uh, you know, highly acclaimed star of stage and screen. And he's like, he's kind of like a a legend, you know, Mm -hmm. and he probably... They probably he probably didn't love the way Richard Dreyfus carried himself. He probably probably was a little bit of an annoyance there, but also it, it was probably not. I'm sure they didn't hate each other. I feel but like it was probably like a back and forth.
0: Do we need to right now improv a, uh, a yeah, a, a, an onset tension between Robert Shaw Yeah, Sean over and them
3: going for the same sandwich at the crafty table. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm it's down. Like, oh, did if- you want the everything bagel? Because I. <laughs> I mean, it's the last one. Trying to get
2: the cream cheese, huh? Yeah. Well, I did want the cream cheese, but you reached for it first. I reckon the cream cheese is mine, (coughs) (laughs) And My problem
0: with you is, I've never done Shakespeare, and you have, Mm -hmm. and you think that makes you intellectually superior to me. Well, I
2: think it does. You ever read a Shakespeare play, huh? You ever read those words? takes a big man to understand what he's no, saying. No, it takes mm. a big
0: man to criticize publicly. I am a well-trained actor. I am a younger man than you. I have a lot more girlfriends than you. I don't know what that <laughs> means. I have more girlfriends than you. That's what it's has been to? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he would do. He would do some sort of reaction like that.
2: You got city hands, Mr. Dreyfus. I, I, I,
0: I, I, I can't work in these conditions, Stephen.
3: Richard, get away from the crafty table now. Who's that? Ellen Brody.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you hurt your father. Get out of the water. Get out of the water now. We
1: I feel have,
2: like we we've need lost I our feel minds. like the two of us need to write a script yeah, of, a two-man of like show. an argument between those two guys yeah. and record it. Maybe we'll do it maybe we'll do it for Patreon or yeah. something. But it's like mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be hi. funny.
0: But oh, just by um hi, uh Steven, let me talk to you for a second. Uh <laughs> we we're at the table, and uh your <laughs> beloved uh Scottish uh Shakespearean actor, you know, he 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 grabbed the same bagel as me and, and i i i i i i can't work in these conditions okay. <laughs> We have, we have, we've gone. We, this is, hi. Tiger is, shark. We've jumped the tiger shark is what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm having fun.
3: No, I'm having a good time. I
0: like that. Ellen Brody's on set with them. Nobody
3: else. Just, just Ellen. What's that? What's she's her in name?
2: her separate boat out there
0: watching. <laughs> yeah.
2: Michael Caine's not there. Yeah. Just Got her the hat, floor she's like yelling suit. at Roy Scheider to put his sunscreen on.
3: Roy, get away from that crafty table now.
2: I'm getting paid.
0: You heard t- your father. They're me a backload of money for this movie.
3: Hey, is Michael Caine's in it?
0: He's in the fourth one. Oh,
3: he's, he is in the fourth one. Oh, when they're yeah, having that.
0: Michael Caine, he's the pilot.
3: Yeah. He's and the he's
2: pilot. He's
0: knows just rubbish, but he's getting paid a lot of
2: money. <laughs> okay. I don't know that he got paid a lot of money for Charles Ford. I
0: think there was a famous quote. Well, you
3: got to go film the Bahamas. There's, a, there's cool. a
0: famous quote from, uh, <coughs> from Michael Caine where, where they ask him what he thought of Jaws Ford. He's like, well, it built my last house. Yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> crazy like that. I don't know. It's
3: being, he built a prison in a more, something in a something part of the world.
0: There's a prison. There it is. The more ancient part of the world. Okay. That's where Bane's from. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Fucking idiot.
3: Yes, have some impressions.
0: <laughs> this has been mostly impressions. Yeah, episode. thanks for
3: sticking with us, guys.
0: Anything Listeners, else we, anything else we can bring to the, any we other appreciate you. If you'd to like to do
3: more impressions, oh, no.
0: join group therapy. Yeah, tell them about Facebook. Group th- tell them about group therapy. Go
3: to facebook.com and search for Yes have some podcast group therapy. You will find our closed group of uh 700 almost members I think at this point. Over Ask 700. To, it's well over 700. Mm-hmm. Ask to join. Either myself, Craig or Jake will accept you and you can Comment and critique Craig's impressions. <laughs> please, um, please don't. <laughs> just post quality content, no memes. We love you. And that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we've
0: got uh, so to update everybody. So it is the 29th of January. We have Toy Fair coming up. Uh, we will be in New York City for Toy Fair 2020 for all of the big reveals. I'm very excited to see NECA. Yeah, I'm excited uh diamond select and funko and of course hasbro who's doing a big presentation on saturday
1: mm-hmm.
0: what uh, let's let's end on this note what are we expecting from hasbro as far as ghostbusters go like what what, what would be your ideal scenario like what do you, what is something that would just get you even over the hill uh even more excited than you already are about this new movie why don't I start? I think, I know, I've been thinking about this. I really have been.
3: I was about to say a Hardy's partnership where they release cups again. Cause that would make me very happy
0: with the ghostbusters Two logo. Yeah. By blend. the way, uh, thank you to, uh, <laughs>
1: just for, yeah. Uh, yes.
0: friend of the podcast, Zach Myers, who, uh, I, I don't know if I did a bad thing or not. There's this website called eBlueJay. It's kind of like eBay or, or Etsy. It's just a selling app. I'd never heard of it. And he's like, dude, check this out. It's one of the original ghostbusters Two. uh, uh, Tumblr mugs there from 1988.
1: And, uh, I bought it. <laughs> I just bought you it immediately. I think he
0: was going to buy it, but I bought it. Uh, listen, if he, if he wants it, he's going to have to come and get it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love this thing. This yeah. is beautiful. Uh, cool. I, I, but yeah, more, more of this, more partnerships. Um, I want an Ecto one. I really want a good. I want six inch action figures. I want an Ecto one to put them in and roll them around the house. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Kenner Ecto one is one of the greatest toys of all time. So something even kind of similar to that, I'd be mm-hmm. happy. But maybe like from based on the new movie, kind of beat up and maybe it's got a little gunner seat.
3: That'd, that'd be, be cool. super tight. Yeah, that'd that'd be cool. Be cool. I'm, be cool. I
0: feel
2: like I'm sure we're going to get something like that at some point.
3: <laughs> yeah, Egon's underground um, lair playset.
2: <laughs> what if they did a? <laughs> they I mean, did be a. Amazing. What if they did like a farmhouse playset and it's like, you know, usually the play sets are like multiple, um, multiple like tiered level or whatever. Right. Top level is the farmhouse. Yes. Mm -hmm. With the car. The level under it has the pole goes down. Yeah. The second level is the like,
3: Into you know, where all the packs are mm-hmm. and all the
2: stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then there's a fourth
0: level and it's Man Helton. And now you're just in Dan Aykroyd's Hellbent script.
3: Oh. Uh, it combines
2: all of the Ghostbusters <laughs> the, scripts the that ever happened. The bottom level is the mine. <laughs> yes. Dude, the
3: whole thing from the outside looks like Dan Aykroyd's head. <laughs> and you open it up and that's what's inside. Outside
2: of the farmhouse?
3: Yeah. It's like a yeah. poly Pocket. It
2: looks like cone heads, but it's like.
0: Ooh, I'm, I'm down. No more impressions. I'm, I'm tired.
3: <laughs> Come on, Dan.
0: Come to the farmhouse.
3: <laughs> there it Come
0: is. down my pole. <laughs> we are from France.
3: You push the button and that's what it's. That's so great. <laughs> we are from New York. We now live in Oklahoma. Dude, a Dan Aykroyd head play set that you can like accessorize in all the different movies he's been in, like are the different levels inside. Oh, yeah. That's there cool. You, there you go cool. Um, Hasbro, I hope you're listening.
0: If they were, they turned it off. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, there's there's been rumors about a a six-inch line kind of similar to Marvel Legends or uh, Star Wars Black Series, and I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. And obviously, if they do any retro releases, any Kenner stuff, um, I think if they put out—I'll put it this way. If they want to set the world on fire, put out Kenner ectoplasm in the original packaging— You will see people losing their minds. Yeah. Because slime's a big thing already, right? Every brand, go to Target, there's slime everywhere. But you need that real Ghostbusters logo and the colorful, you know, pink and purple, blue Mm -hmm. cans. Oh. That would be great. Yeah. Um, At
3: like a nice, reasonable price, that would make great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm excited about it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
0: Jake, uh, anything else from Hasbro that uh, you
2: might be looking forward to? I think it would be cool if, I don't think this is like, this is just like a, you know, wishful thinking kind of thing, but I, you know how like there there are you got like the black series helmets and stuff like that, you have like the more high-end props or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if they did some sort of I don't know, kind of like a maybe like a statue, something that isn't super expensive, not 1 to 1 scale, but if if you if you could buy like maybe busts of the different ghosts or something would, that would be, be cool. cool like if you had yeah. You know, Slimer, the Scoleri Brothers library, you know, just like something that was <clears throat> something. But I want it to look like them. I, I want whenever the Slimer figures start coming out, I would love for it to look like Slimer. I feel like
1: I know what you're all talking of about.
2: the toys, the, the sculpt for Slimer has never looked like what Slimer actually looks like in any of the movies there. They get it close here and there, mm-hmm. but none of the toys look right. And I'm like. I don't understand what we talked is so about. Hard, this hard about it,
0: yeah. Early on in our podcast, like get the slimer it right. consultant.
3: It's a position that we all want to take <laughs> at Ghost Corps.
0: Uh Yeah,
3: you hire us to be the slimer consultants.
0: Yeah. Um, although I never like, I don't have that kind of eye. Like when I see slimer, I'm like,
2: cool, it's slimer. And Jake's always like, really? It's yeah. It's, Jake looks at his I, hand. I and is like, like, is it? You, can, I can tell. Like, I can see a slimer figure or drawing and be like, okay, they used this for reference right. or they mm-hmm. use this for re- like there are a lot of now you see so often you see like i'm pretty sure that you know that ghostbusters print you just bought craig yeah the mm-hmm. one you just the one you got from mondo the slimer in that it's like they use that slimer you know the big like life-size slimer that we've been seeing everywhere yeah yeah Who put that out the one. they use ones. that Necco. for reference yeah. yeah that they use that for reference and did I'm like, you uh that doesn't look like Slimer.
0: Did you see the the Stay Puft bust that Diamond Selects putting out? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It I, looks
2: pretty good. Yeah,
0: it, I thought it was. It says it's ten inches. That seems small for the price, but I guess I just have to see it in person to uh figure out what the uh, what the deal is with that. Right, um, right, right. I, I think also my most wanted thing. You know, like Jake said, Hasbro does has have Black Series helmets, and they've done uh, obviously like the. Uh, Marvel Legends, uh, Captain America Shield, the Iron Man helmet, all the Star Wars helmets, uh, lightsabers. I want PKE meter and other props, Ghost Trap. And I'm telling you, we've had the Maddie Collector stuff before, and I'm I'm sure Hasbro would do an even better job. If and when that happens, I'm buying five of all of them. Because as soon as they stop making it, that stuff more than anything, (laughs) you couldn't give away PKE meters seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. They were for forty dollars on Matty Collector. You could buy a PK meter all day. The second they were not available, it was like, "Oh, did you hear? PK meters are going for one fifty. Now they're The seven hundred dollars? That's crazy." So people they don't <laughs> Get them buy. All you them. Can. So I'm going to buy a bunch of them. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm so excited that Hasbro has the license, and and I'm uh I'm a big fan of what Hasbro does. You know, Hasbro to me for mass market action figures is hands down the best toy company. And then NECA for uh, specialty adult collector lines. Uh, they're, they're, they're also the best toy company. So, uh, very, very excited for uh, toy fair 2020. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of podcasting, a lot of video content, and, uh, we're going to bring as much coverage as possible to all of our social media channels. before oh, yeah. we go, I did want to give Jake a chance to talk about something that he got to do. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you'll be able to do this. I promise you. Um, uh we never talked about this on the podcast, but unfortunately, uh Tim Lawrence, who was the uh special effects coordinator on so many movies, did incredible work on movies like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Shrek, uh what else? Uh
2: Jaws, Beetlejuice. Thank you, thank you. Uh, tons mm-hmm. of movies. Uh Howard the Duck, he Beetle yeah, like he <laughs> I was just a Beetlejuice twice. Uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, oh. Don't say oh, yeah, it <laughs> no, no. no, 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 no. Um, he worked on a lot of stuff, but yeah, unfortunately he passed away recently and, um, <clears throat> uh, it just so happens that a, f- a friend of mine was his nephew and, uh, there was, uh, a, like a celebration of his life thrown at his house over the weekend. And, um, I was invited, uh, we, we went, hung out you know, with family, they told stories all day. Um, a lot of, uh, there were a lot of, um, old coworkers of his that worked on, it was really cool to just get to like, they had a lot of his props, uh, displayed throughout his house. Um, things that he'd worked on, you know, props from, he worked on thriller. There were, there were props from that. there. just all just stuff. He had a workshop. We got to check his workshop out and it just had stuff all over the place. And, uh, we hung out all day and hung out with a couple of people that worked on movies with him. Um, I can't remember all their names. There were multiple people, you know, there and, and, you know, I, I listened to one guy tell a story about them working on American werewolf in London together. And it was just like, it was just a cool thing to be able to be there and to listen to people tell stories about all these movies that we grew up watching and loving. And, you know, seeing some of his like Ghostbuster stuff hanging out and Howard the Duck, just everything. It was cool to be there. And, uh, he was a cool dude, you know, he was a cool dude and it was really cool with a family to like have that. And, and
3: invite in that me, style, but, it sounds yeah. really cool to be celebrating yeah, yeah. somebody's life and sharing stories. Well, for sure. when, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, when somebody lives Way a life like it. that and it touches so many, you know, major pop culture, properties and obviously for Ghostbusters and like, uh, Ghostbusters Two being one of the scalari brothers, mm-hmm. um, just an incredible body of work and, uh, gone, you know, much too soon. And, uh, I was really uh, happy Jake that you got to attend and, and, uh, from all accounts it seemed like a really cool and positive uh experience it was for th- sure yeah. his collection they had everything out yeah. we Jake got a bunch of pictures we actually uh were able to post some of them on uh Instagram and Twitter so check those out um there's there's these two posters I wanted to talk about real quick uh for ghostbusters 2, they're these uh four year consideration uh advertisements right so when a movie when during award season what happens is the studios campaign for their movies to get nominated and they send out press kits and all this stuff and uh you know, it, it, one of them has the guys with the Statue okay. of Liberty and one of them is more just a traditional Ghostbusters 2 poster. But I didn't even notice this at first. But one of the things that they campaigned for was to get Peter McNichol uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And I, yeah. I, I didn't even notice that. And somebody pointed it out. And I was just like, you know what?
3: He, he deserves he it. He deserves it. God damn he it. Does, I, I want to yeah.
0: retroactively uh, get Peter McNichol an Oscar um it wouldn't be yeah. the first Oscar he got from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, uh, God. Can we just... This is the greatest mm, thing I've ever seen. This said. is the greatest. Uh,
3: we should, if we ever get him on, though, be able to give him one. Like a, a nomination <laughs> or just like recreate our own. Give him a yes-havesy. Peter,
0: a yes-havesy? yes Yeah, like the yes-havesy that. for like supporting... Yeah. yeah, For supporting Dana through that supporting tough time. Supporting
3: Dana. For not supporting Dana. Dana. Know, when the lights went out and he yeah. wanted to check on her and make sure everything was okay.
0: Ooh. Oh, but I, woo. Ooh. <laughs>
3: um, just, i'm just gonna do it. just do what yeah. i do but you see i was doing it from my recollection there you go the um
0: but yeah jake uh thank you so much for for uh sharing that because yeah. it was uh we had some people asking about it and uh yeah no, it, was just, it was just uh it's cool uh i like mm-hmm. you know unfortunately when somebody passes away um you know sometimes you die and uh you've got your body of work and that's what your life was. And maybe people don't know the proper way to acknowledge it or the proper way to celebrate it. But it sounds like his family uh, was on top of that and and, Mm -hmm. uh, did it, did it the right way.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, for sure. I wasn't, you know, when I got there, I was, my first reaction was I was seeing all this stuff and I was like, I was like, whoa, I, I was like, is it weird if I take a picture of this? Is it rude? Like, should people like, I, I want to show this to people. And then I, I talked to the family and they were like, no, do it. They were yeah. like, we want people it's to a natural, see this, healthy take extension. pictures, share yeah. it. We, we want right. people to no. know that it's no. to
3: leave a legacy like yeah. that. That there was nothing wrong people. with
1: yeah, taking those cool. pictures. It, yeah,
0: it was, it was a little cool. weird when you started also, unloading your car with
2: all this stuff. What? It was a little weird. when,
0: when you're like, you, can, you, can I take this? <laughs> when you brought, when you took everything from the house, but
2: there was even a, there was even like, um, they had a TV set up and, And it had kind of like, you know, it was almost like just like a slideshow of some of his work and stuff like that. But at one point, um, just kind of walking through the house and I hear I hear somebody yell, we're putting the Ghostbusters video on. And I'm like, what? What is this? So I walk into the room and and they started playing uh, some Ghostbusters footage of some interviews that Tim had filmed back when he was working on ghostbusters Two, And I, it was stuff I'd never seen before. And, and, and the family had said it was, some of it was personal stuff. Some of it was stuff that, um, you know, were clips from things, but it was all, I was like, I've never seen any of this, you know? And it was just, it was just some footage of him talking about the Scoleri brothers and stuff like that. There was a little bit of fan fest footage in there too, but,
1: yeah, he, oh, was at, he was
2: at
0: he uh, a Ghostbusters fan fest in June, um, mm-hmm. uh, which might have that might have been like his last. You know, I don't think he did a lot of conventions and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. that was probably one of his last appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it sucks. It sucks when you lose people, but um, mm-hmm. it's good to be able to acknowledge them and celebrate. Yeah, it's cool
3: when friends and family can yeah. celebrate yeah. those yeah. the legacy left.
0: I want if, if 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 and when I pass away, I want you guys to have a celebration of my life, but uh, just make stuff up. Just be like just tell people I did stuff that
3: we're gonna play this episode and play your impressions. Like,
0: Ooh, here comes the big <laughs> impression. By the way, last thing, I forgot to mention this earlier. Where is it? Guys, I'm gonna be having some fun tonight. Okay.
3: Oh, some fun in some, the bedroom.
0: So I'm gonna have some fun in the bedroom tonight where my VCR is. Because in the mail, sealed, Rocky one through five on VHS. Yeah. I'm very I'm yeah, not, but you're gonna wait. You're gonna open that? It was twelve dollars, yeah. and they had forty of them on the eBay. And we
3: <laughs> need new VHS tapes in our room on our shelf. We've Whoa. watched the same ones over and over again, so we're ready.
0: I don't want to brag. There's a free collector's booklet inside, features rare photos and the inside story of Rocky. Oh my god! You know, oh, you know, I thought you know we're gonna put out this uh, VHS set. I thought maybe you get the inside story. You know,
3: I just wanna, I just wanna go for it. <laughs> Go, go for it. I don't really remember how this song I'm so
0: mad that I'm holding it. I'm
3: like trying to get it out of your goddamn hand. I (laughs) love this. Yes.
1: Uh,
0: God, I love rock. You're like the Nintendo 64 kid. Yes. All right. I love it. Well, listen, uh, covered a lot of ground, had a little bit of fun today. Uh, Jake, thanks for sharing your Tim Lawrence uh, memorial memories. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else before we sign off? Any final thoughts, final words?
3: glad we're all here. Yeah. Glad we're all alive and got to do this episode.
0: I'm glad too. Yeah. That would have been a real bummer to die yeah. right before this damn Ghostbusters 3 final. I literally had
2: to stop the other day. I was like, you know what?
3: Gotta make it to July <laughs> Please give me You still July. got
2: time. You still got time.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're
2: you're going to be on multiple planes before then.
1: No. Uh, Let's
3: cancel all of our trips. Oof. Top floors. Hot mic. Sorry, hot mic, guys.
0: For three years, I'm telling you, talking to the mic, and well, I then scream. You, you into told
3: it. me to push it forward. I said, "Pay it forward." He said, "Push it." I said,
0: "Buy somebody a Starbucks." Sorry, guys. Pay it <laughs> forward. It's ASMR. Uh, oh, don't do that. Do you,
3: how was your day? Was a difficult? Can't. <laughs> I'm just going to hurt somebody's ears.
0: Um, so yeah, we got Toy Fair coming up. Okay. We've got some, uh, fun, fun stuff that we're going to be working on.
3: San Diego and Comic-Con.
0: San Diego Comic-Con coming up in, uh, well that's not till August, but, but between Toy Fair and Comic-Con, there's a new Ghostbusters movie we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Stay right here with the Yes, I Have Some Podcast for all of your latest news on Ghostbusters Afterlife, all the latest developments on Jurassic World, Star Wars, toys, toy collecting, and things all the of news,
3: that none of the leaks.
0: No leaks. We're not, we're, no spoilers yeah. here. I don't want to be spoiled Me either. I don't want it. Um, cool. For Abigail Gardner. Yeah. Hey guys. Jacob Walsh. Yep. This was good. Yeah. I feel good about mm-hmm.
3: this. I feel very okay. good about what we did here. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah this so. is one of the good ones, folks. One Enjoy it.
0: Ones, it's on video.
3: Doesn't happen that often.
0: We're, we're like one <laughs> yeah. out of every six.
3: Especially on video. There's usually some shit that, yeah. you know, no, cat, no, <laughs> airplane, or, or the heat going on.
0: Yeah. None crazy. of that happens. Pretty straightforward. All right. Well, we so better let's stop thank Skype. Handover. I will never thank Skype. <laughs> even though they, well, I think they forced their logo onto this video somehow. Uh, I gotta get around that. I think I gotta... Watermark? Premium or something. Mm. Um, All right. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. We will see you next week on Yes, Have Some Podcast. Bye. Later.
2: Bye, guys.